everyone. Welcome back to Book Talk Made Me, everyone's favorite podcast about all the book talks, the book talks, <laughs> the talking about the books. <laughs> Off to a wild start so far. This is Book Talk Made Me. And today we are talking about the book, The Demon Queen Trials, and the first book, which is The City of Thorns by C.N. Crawford. Uh, as always, I'm joined by my amazing hosts, Hilda. Hey, guys. And Bridget. Hi. And Bridget's going to be taking us through the deep dive on this. But first, I want to, you know, let's set the stage of what this book is. And then how did it come to us? So I just finished today. Bridget finished And you are today. Caitlin. Did you say your name already? I, I always forget it. Every time. <laughs> every time. Yes, I'm Caitlin. <laughs> and uh, Hilda originally found this book. Yeah. So I just just to give a little background, um, I stumbled upon this book when I was still in my post Zodiac Academy book seven Heartless Sky like slump. Um, and so I think it was like January February, like there was a good month there where I was just like honestly like major book hangover, not feeling anything. So I came across this book. And honestly, what really, I think, just caught my attention was um, the male main character's name. And that's the only reason. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get to that. We'll get there. Um, but yeah, so this was interesting enough. It's I didn't think it was the greatest series, um, but it's cool. There is a mystery. I like the mystery and trying to figure out that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. So anyways, if you guys hate it, um, it's totally my fault. I accept responsibility. <laughs> you didn't if you love it, it, I accept responsibility too. I know it's not great. Um, I think it's pretty on par for what's been popular on book talk though. It is. Because I felt like a lot of the books we've read recently, you know, we come out saying the same thing. Don't love it. Don't hate it. It was a quick read. Let's move on. Uh, it's like vanilla. It's vanilla ice cream. You don't hate it. You don't love it. It's- also, who told me this book was super spicy? Not me. I would not lie to you about those things. Because I thought that was, this book was going to be super spicy. And then I was like. I kept Weird. waiting for it to happen. Yeah. Like, especially since, like, I got to 30% in Neon Gods and it was already spicy. So I was like. That's exactly My expectations think- were real high for this one. And I was like, what the fuck? That's no, why they ruined was- it for me. Because, like, Neon Gods it gets you real quick. And then it stays like that for like 30% of the book. And you're just like, do, 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 do. Right. Going so through this it. one, I was like, okay. Okay. I can't Come remember. On. Does this one get spicy in book one? There's like a part. The yeah. I, I would PG-13 it. Yeah. Well, maybe. Maybe not. Like, let's do PG-16. No, that's, that's not a rating, thing. but. Yeah, that's true. That's not a thing. I guess so it's technically rated R. Like. Yeah. Anywho. All right. Well, let's get into it. Before we get into it, let's do the quick recap to give you guys a lay of the land. Um, So this book is called The Demon Queen Trials, and we first meet our character, Rowan, is our protagonist, um, and she lives in the city of Osborne, um, which is sort of next to a demon city, which everyone knows about, which is called the City of Thorns. Um, The City of Thorns... 
the way it's described that mortals from Osborne can travel over to the city of Thorns and commingle with the uh, demons, but there are certain rules attached to that. They can only go for educational purposes. They can't stay for forever. And there's um, you can't just cross over uninvited. Sort of like how, you know, Neon Gods, you had to wait for an invitation from Hades. You have to sort of wait for an invitation from someone to be able to go there. So there's not a lot of people traveling over there. It's kind of a uh, VIP experience. And they're the people that will. work for them, like their servants and their helpers mm-hmm. and whatever, those like blue collar positions are humans. So I'd say that this is definitely set in our world with magical elements to it. So there's a Facebook portion of it where they mentioned a Facebook, their cell phone, like it's very modern, could be in any city, USA, with so just happened to live next to a demon city with and they have horns and like they're different colors and you know, like totally norm. Um, so Rowan meets the Lord of Chaos, and there is a mistaken identity um dun, dun, from dun. the Lord of Chaos that they think our sweet Rowan is actually an evil. Um, I didn't want to say the type of demon. Yeah. Demoness. Yeah. Okay. Demoness. Well, yeah. Well, go Woman that. demon. Yeah. A lady <laughs> demon. <laughs> a high lady of demons. That's what she is. Um, and then, so, you know, chaos ensues after that. Um, and I think that's a pretty good intro. Did it leave anything out for you guys? It's just that I would say Rowan is trying to solve a mystery. Um, yes. Oh, you're very right. Yes. She's trying to solve she... a mystery of her own. Her mother was killed by, um, under mysterious circumstances, by someone with like a, a, star, a light star, star on their forehead. Yes. Thank mm-hmm. you. Um, and she can't remember anything from the attack other than her mother was burned alive and she heard all, all of the gruesome details. And it's an unsolved mystery in the city of Osborne. So she's got a mistaken identity and she's also trying to solve her own mystery. And that would be the quick elevator speech on City of Thorns. Sweet. And now to you, Bridget. Okay. To take us through the recap. <laughs> All right. Well, here's our traditional, if you have not read this book and you want to read this book, Maybe this is not the moment that you should continue listening. If you would like, go back to a different episode where we have covered another book in a different series because we are about to go over every detail of this book, which includes spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Um, If you do not plan on reading this book, all the good stuff. If you don't care to read a book, but you still want to listen on, by all means, welcome, friends. All right. Where did we start? Okay. I was going to, about to call her Montana, but it's not. Okay. Where did that come from? Mortana. Okay. We're since we're it's here, I my just name tangent, and it's just okay. something that I really wanted to like get off my chest. But we'll okay, start at the beginning. Let me hear what your book. name tangent is. Well, let's start at the beginning of the book. So okay. when we introduce her, we'll like we'll get into it. I'm coming in hot with strong feelings on names in this book. Maybe Bridget is too, apparently. But let's let's see. Well, where this I just goes. started renaming them just for shits and giggles. So, as Caitlin mentioned earlier, the main character, um, female main character of this book is named Rowan. When we we meet her, she's actually giving a presentation in her psychology class, and she suddenly sees her worst nightmare, Jack. Jack is a boy who, when she turned him down in freshman year, started bullying her. And as we've learned throughout the book, it turned into more like sexual harassment towards her. And every time she turned around, there he was. 
So she's trying to give her presentation because I'm assuming she's a psych major. Sounds like that's what she wants. Right, yes. Her degree to be in college. Yeah, so this started like ninth grade. So he's been around for a while. And she's trying to give her presentation. He's making all these obscene like finger, like, you know. Imagine a high Thank school you boy. For the finger gestures. <laughs> gestures. Finger gestures and like pretending he's grabbing boobs or something like that. And, you know, just trying to throw her off her game. And then she's stuttering. And when she's like, can you please stop? She's basically made to look out like a fool. And the, doc- the, pro- not the doctor, I think he's a doctor, but her professor is like, um, maybe this is not the best time for you to continue your presentation. Let's just move along. So she feels defeated. It's also her birthday. Come to find out, this girl is just a series of unfortunate events. It feels like her life in the past couple of years has just been one misery after another. I feel bad laughing, but some of the things are very comical that she's been through. It's like being set up from prom and, I don't know, like tripping over some stuff. And you kind of feel bad very like, um, and she's all that. Like when they have like nerdy, the nerdy yes. girl and they like play all these pranks on her. That's kind of very much so. It seemed like high school was a bit rough for her. Um, Just life in general seems to be rough. Well, then we get to like senior year and shit really hits the fan because her mom ends up getting killed in the forest. I think it's called Osborne Woods. Mm -hmm. Is it? We don't know who her dad is. So she lost the only parental figure in her life. Yep. That was her only family member. Um, She has very few memories from it. So that's kind of like her in the back of her mind, always playing. That's something that's constantly with her. Like, my mom was killed. I need to figure out who it was. The only way I can do that is to enter into the City of Thorns. And in order to do that, like Caitlin mentioned, you have to be accepted into the university and pay like a hundred grand for admissions or something like that. Yeah. So she's low-key yeah. freaking out. Just, sorry. Just to clarify, she thinks that it's a demon who killed mm-hmm. her mother yeah. because of the five-pointed star. Yes, and she, the mom did burn alive because she does remember, like, smelling it, I guess. I don't know if she fully remembers seeing it, but she definitely does have some flashes, so she has suspicions. She thinks her answers are in the City of Thorns. So her best friend rolls up. They're about to go out to a bar to celebrate her birthday, and that's where we kind of learn a bit, a little bit more of City of Thorns. So it's separated into districts. Do they call them districts? Mm-hmm. Um, separated into districts. Wards? Wards. Mm-hmm. And each ward is represented after a different demon. Her school is located in the one for Lucifer? Yes. Okay. Oh, because her best friend goes to school there. Yes. So her best friend is finally like, okay, this is what City of Thorns is like. I go to university there and she's trying to get all the information because – She's low-key jealous because she also wants to go to school there, but also she's trying to gain this intel for when she does go there, how is she going to find this person who she thinks killed her mom? So the night goes on. They have a few drinks. Jack comes up. She's like, I don't want to talk about Jack right now. He's just a big douchebag. Like, can we just move on? And then she's done like, let's dance. Let's go. Let's have a good time. On the dance floor, shaking what their mama gave them, I guess. Don't really know what type of music they're playing. And then suddenly she feels something in the air. The way she describes it is like when you know you're in danger, you're in danger or something like that. Like so, you get uneat, like a sudden wave of like. <gasps> yes, like something's about to happen like that. 
uneasiness like that makes you fight or flight I feel like in this situation Mm -hmm. and she turns her head and she makes eye contact with the person who just walked into the bar everyone else is also staring at him because he is a demon so demons don't normally come to the human side and mingle that much I feel like based on the way everyone was reacting right this seemed like a one-off right demons think the mortals are just very pathetic little creatures so they try to m- limit their time that they go over there as, as much as possible. Right. And, and there's well, a reason we find out, like, why they spend such little time with the humans. I don't know when it comes <laughs> Oh, well, they end up losing, like, their power and strength that they spend too much time in the mortal world. And there's right. a whole backstory about, like, the Puritans imprisoned the demons into these cities. So it's like a weird They're like happening prison in cities. our world. But obviously there's a fantasy element to it. Well, yeah, demons. (laughs) Uh, Obviously. (laughs) Apparently demons can be hot. Well, of course. And this man, of course, is described as smoking hot, as always. Blonde, I believe? Uh, Silver. White hair. Silver. Like, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Silver hair, dark eyebrows, light eyes. Um, Rowan-y. Very Rowan-y, which is funny because the character's name was Rowan. Like, the girl, I was like, wait. And then I met him and I was like, gosh, everyone reads Sarah J. Mass and just pulls from it. Um, Can I do my name tangent yet? What's the go. most important part about the Lord of Chaos? Um, He's ripped and hot and out to get her. Because it's like not the most important part. No, His name is Orion. <laughs> Orion. <laughs> so no, the, Bridget, no. The man that walks in is no other than the Lord of Chaos, one of the high-ranking demons in um, the city of Is Thorns. he a duke? Do uh, they call him a duke? It's, I, I, think the kill, I don't think so. The king think, calls him a duke at one point. He is a duke because I guess the leaders of the wards are dukes. Oh, you're right. Yeah. I think someone, like, when he later on attacked him. Like, oh. But he is the Lord of Chaos. Right, he's the Lord of Chaos. His name is also Orion. First name, supposedly. Alright, I, I cannot hold back anymore. Go. Here's my name. I I get on this every time. Why are we recycling the same five names? We have, they're all from different books. We've got, in this book, we've got a Rowan, which I didn't even make the connection. I'm like, oh yeah, that's another Rowan from... I didn't even know. Well, first I was like, uh, "Is Rowan a girl's name?" Like at first I was like, "Wait, what? What is what? What sex is his main character?" It's like Jamie. You can use it for both. Okay, we well, did not know that, but now I do. Um, so you've got a Rowan. We've got an Orion. Two very popular names from other series. We have a Asriel mention in the book. Yes, I saw that too. I was like, okay. I know what books you're reading. Yep. And then there's – okay. So, I, you know, I'm going to go off on my tangent. We're reusing the same names over and over. Please give us new names. And then, then I'm going to speak on the other side of my mouth and say the name you gave us for the evil – Evil bitch. Let's call her Evil that. witch. Yeah. <laughs> the antagonist. I was going to say like evil seductress, but I'm like, I don't know if that's the right word. It sounds uh, like she was. Is Mortana. And I just okay. want to say – I'm like, this name to me is so childish. I feel like I could ask my five-year-old, like, who is a bad character? And she'd be like, 
oh, give him the name Mortana. It sounds like the evil character from a Barbie movie. Like I just feel I like really it's was so like I read it lame. so quickly. I thought I've read Montana, and then I went back and I was like, Montana, why? they named this girl montana and then i saw it was mortana and i was like morticia montana had a baby and now they have montana i was like i much prefer her to be more morticia it made me think of morgana yes from like the arthurian legend yeah yes and i just was like oh like i want a new name but this is not the name i want (laughs) it just seemed i don't know wasn't loving it it was a hot and cold moment. I was like, oh, names I know. Oh, what the fuck is this? I, and can I think of a better name? No, I cannot. I'm just saying it didn't didn't do it for me. Well, the only reason I continued reading the series was because his name was Orion. All right. So here's my other thing with yeah. Orion. I feel like the name Orion does not fit that character. Mm-mm. I feel like not. if his name, Bridget, <laughs> I know you love to call him Orion, but I'm like, <laughs> Orion fits better with this character than because, Orion. Because, like, who, like, have you ever met Orion? Like, recently? When was the last time you said Orion before you started reading Zodiac Academy? No, you but haven't. I did know a Lance. But that's a normal name. Yeah. Backstreet Boys, duh. Is it Backstreet uh, Boys? In sync. It was in sync. There we go. <laughs> I'll have to fight I just you, went girl. boy band and I was like. <laughs> yeah. So I just felt like Orion makes no sense here and i don't know who wrote the book first i don't know but i feel like lord Orion of chaos worked- though the title fit him though like, yes his title definitely fit him the first name does not yeah orion oh. makes more sense to me than orion so this is ends my name rant but man i've been bottling it up waiting to get it out here. there was also like another name the one that the lady that's super spoiler spoiler to what's about to come in the podcast so you'll hear it um, there's the one demon that throws the ice. She's like Nama, 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 Nama. What is that? N A M A. Nama. See, I originally read it as Nana. Nana at one point and was like, "What?" <laughs> well, I went through scrolling and I was like, just like skim, and I was like Nana, and I went back and I was like, "Oh, this girl, gotcha." Nama, Nama. At least there's Lydia. We haven't heard about Lydia in forever, in any of the books. Any other names that you were just like, what the freak is this? No, because the rest of them all sounded demony to me. I'm like, this makes sense. Okay. Demony. You know, like it just—they have sort of this sinister vibe. Oh, what's the best name. friend's name? I completely forgot her name. Shy. The one that's shy. That's right. Yeah. Even shy can be a demon name. Way better than Mortana. Is it Mortana or Mortana? So Lord of Chaos walks in and suddenly makes eye contact with our main girl, Rowan, here. And she was, like, already checking him out. Like, this man, this demon looks like the demon for me. Like, the first person or being that can satisfy me. And she's already, like, I know you're bad. You're not good to be with, but I kind of want to be with you. Then they make eye contact and she's like, oh, fuck. He hates me and I don't know what I did. She immediately right. turns, runs, like casually tries to like walk away, and her friend is like following her. And her friend's like, "What was that? What's going on?" Because remember, demons don't cross over. So why would Rowan have had interaction with this guy in order to get those very like, "I'm gonna kill you" vibes? 
apparently it was so visible. Her friend noticed. She's like, oh, you noticed that too? I don't know. Then she's like, I'm going to go outside, get some air. Just trying to run away from the situation. And knowing her luck, she runs into another bad situation. Guess who walks out of the pub or the brewery on the other side of the street? None other than Jack. Her, who we thought was going to be the main villain when we first started. And Jack is harassing this girl, trying to get her to come home with him and like calling her all sorts of names. And so we find out during the presentation that she actually punched Jack the night before and left him with a bloody eye or a black eye. So she's hoping she doesn't have to intervene because she kind of just wants to stay out of the light, go her own way. But he gets aggressive with the girl and she just can't stand there and be a bystander when this girl is in trouble. She stands up to him. Does she hit him? Did she punch um, him at that time? I think she did. I think she did. She did something aggressive to him. She confronts him. Right. There we go. I know she like verbally confronts him, but then I think she might have like punched him because the friends came over and was like, whoa, what's going on? And keep in mind, they're drunk off their asses. A bunch of drunk frat boys that just come up out of nowhere. And then like like, the worst kind punching him. And so then they all try to attack her. um, But it's worth noting that um, Rowan's mom sort of had this paranoia about her and made sure that she instilled that Rowan knows how to fight and how to take care of herself. So when Rowan punches Jack, she's not weak about it by any means. And when these three men attack her, yes, she's outnumbered. But she's like, my odds of getting out of this are maybe 50-50. Only because I right. know I can I can, you know, defend myself. I just don't know if I can take on three at one, which is right. their point. So she's in this situation. She's ready to have her self-defense moment. And then suddenly they're all gasping for air and cl- like hunched over like, oh, what's going on here? Turns and out. I want to say like bleeding from their noses. Like, yeah, all like of a blood very was running out of their nose. Something like obviously something was wrong. And then she can feel it. She can feel it in the air. The dark magic that is coming from Lord Chaos. She turns around. She sees him. She's like, let them go. And he's like, okay. He doesn't really say, I don't know if he says anything at t- t- time, but he releases them and they run away. They run off. Uh huh. So, scary little frat boys. Yes. So she's looking at him. I'm pretty sure – I don't know if she actually talks to Lord Chaos at this point. I think there's a little bit of back and forth where he starts to allude that he knows her. And she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I have never That's seen right. you before. And he was like, don't play coy with me. And she's like, who are you? I'm in the club dancing. You storm in there and pissed off. She's um, like, I'm not the person you were looking for. So I, just Right. I don't know on, who you're right? looking for. It ain't me. Well, end scene, homegirl shows up in a dungeon prison type situation. So he basically kidnaps her, takes her back to the city of Thorns. Does she remember going there? No. Or does she just wake up in the city? I think like it all fades to black. Like he does something maybe. The fade to black we can get with. Like the other fade to black when it's a yeah. spicy scene. Don't do that. <laughs> I don't know the details of how he dragged her across there. Long story short, she wakes up in a cell, pitch black, by herself. It's damp. It feels moldy. There's grass growing everywhere or, like, weeds and vines. So she's like, hello, hello. And she realizes she's been here for a while because she has to pee really badly. And suddenly he shows up and he starts talking to her. (laughs) The 
reminder of time, how much time has passed. She has to pee really badly. <laughs> well, she even said it and I was like, yeah, where are you going to pee? That's what's going on in my head. I think of that anytime someone's in a cell. I'm like, this is not a great bathroom situation. No, I'm always like, where do you go to the bathroom? Do you go to the bathroom? Sometimes you just skim over it. And I'm like, did you pee yourself? Do you not pee? How does this work in the fantasy world? Hilda's like, how did we get on this tangent? What the hell? <laughs> Anyhow, I'm glad they brought it up because I was truly wondering. She does not be in the dungeon, if you were wondering. Um, so he comes and he's basically trying to get her to confess that she's Mortana and she's going to die because he has sworn to kill her as soon as he sees her. Can so her Mortana. 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 Um, he sort of explains a little bit who she is. She's this evil woman that, again, to your point, has uh, committed some great sin against him. We don't know what. Um, but he has vowed to kill her. And he's like, I found you. I've been searching for you for centuries. You'll be executed in the morning. And well, wait, not I want to say it, not centuries, but evil woman, years. Definitely an evil demon. Correct. Yes. She is a demon, a very powerful demon. We don't know exactly what she did to him, but turns out our main character, Rowan, looks identical to Mortana, down to the hair color, the shape of her face. So she's suddenly like thinking, maybe he's talking about my mom, but that doesn't make sense because my mom has blonde hair and opposite color eyes, and I have brown eyes, and she has blue eyes. So, like, we look alike, but there's no way you can be mistaking me for an identical person because she's constantly always in the back of her head trying to figure out like who murdered her mom and if this was tied to it. So luckily our girl, you know, decides to use some psychology tricks that her professor has taught I her. That, that was a theme throughout the book where they kept talking about the psychology behind something like, Oh, she's like, Oh, this is my id. This is my inner voice. Mm-hmm. Um, and those things kept coming up and they kept, coming back at relevant times to help her out of a sticky situation because right you can tell she was really a nerd for psychology and i loved it because she was applying it daily because she was really in a sticky situation here so So, the lord of chaos is like that's it you're gonna be executed in the morning keep your evil words to yourself i don't want to hear it and storms out and she's immediately like well there's no reasoning with someone who's already made up their mind so she has to place doubt in there so he storms off she realizes that's it so she just starts – she hears well, she someone hears, deep breathing? Yes. So she realizes after he leaves, she sort of hears like a rustling from the, the cell. Cell she next door. She can only guess next to her. She's calling out to this person. They're not saying anything. And so oddly comforted by the fact that there is maybe someone else, something else down here. And she's got no one else to talk to. And she's freaking out. She unloads. <laughs> basically to this person and talks for hours how she cannot be Mortana. She, you know, confesses to doing all these humiliating things. She's like, would a demon do this? A demon would not do this. A demon wouldn't pee their pants in second grade and giving a presentation and going through all these really embarrassing details. Um, This is where we kind of get like, her life's been a series of unfortunate events a little bit here. Right. So she goes through all of it no matter how like pitiful it was, she still said it. She felt comfort in getting it off her chest, especially since she was expecting to die the next morning. And the one thing that she does not talk about is her mom and how her mom died and stuff like that. So she left that off the table. Come the next morning, 
Lord of Chaos comes back and he's basically like giving it one more try. He's trying to make sure that she's Mortana. And suddenly there was doubt. Turns out he was the person in the cell next door listening to her go on and on. Also, I think we forgot to mention here that during her little tangent, she also mentioned that this demon that she saw for the first time yesterday in the club, Lord of Chaos, was the hottest demon she has ever seen. Hottest thing. And she felt like this was the first person that could sexually satisfy her and how she's never had an orgasm and all this stuff. So now he knows and he obviously Super pokes fun at it. I also thought like, it was funny how when she finishes this hours long tirade, the previously silent person in her cell is like, are you done yet? <laughs> like even they were like, Jesus woman. She's like, she's not your typical, I think, female character. Like, she's this paranoid, neurotic, anxious. I think one of my favorite quotes was like, you have your superpowers and I have mine. It's my anxiety. And I was like, yeah. I love that quote, too. I thought that that was really funny. (laughs) I was like, like, I've been in fight or flight my whole life. (laughs) So um, he basically is like, okay, well, you have to prove to me that you're not her. How am I going to do that? The first I think one. He also, I just want to interject real quick because I think this is also really funny when he says, um, she's like, okay, so you don't think I'm Mortana, right? And he says, no, because she would have not admitted to all the super embarrassing things you did last night. She would not have such a pitiful life. And he's like, okay, oddly comforting, but rude. <laughs> oh, he says this stuff like all the time. You're kind of like, you're kind of an asshole. It was just it's funny like- how she was like, thank you, but also so rude thought i was dying <laughs> so she the first way was apparently she has a scar in her thigh so he wants to check it she's like wait i have to lift up my dress and then she remembers that she also confessed that she thinks he's really hot she does it anyhow no scar yay past test number one the second one was if he tastes her blood and it tastes like a demon he, she's more talent even if she can't remember her memories that's her luckily for her when he went in for the the bite, it was mortal blood, but also very tension-y scene because she's like, ooh. Now, Hilda, do we have thoughts in the scene? It was very vampire-y. Yes. Immediately when I was reading, I was like, Hilda's probably, this is why Hilda read the book. This is, yeah. I mean, that was definitely, I was like, oh, I don't remember demons drinking blood, but I'm here for it. His name's Orion. I'm like, it's a cheap substitution, but I will take it. It's like the... The uh, generic version. Not even. It's like dollar <laughs> the store. listening to this, we mean nothing by this, by the <laughs> nothing way. Nothing but love. We will still take your stories. Please we'll don't take, tag them. <laughs> we'll take dollar store Orion. So she passed the test. She's obviously human. For whatever reason, she looks exactly like this evil demon person that has done the Lord of Chaos wrong. So she's like, you know what? I'm going to make a bargain out of this. I need to get into the City of Thorns and I'm ready here. I'm not leaving. And he obviously needs my help because he wants to enact his revenge. And I look like the person who he wants to kill. And I'm sure there's other people. So they make a deal that she is going to help him find out some information from the king on how to destroy him by acting like Mortana. And then she gets to stay in the city of Thorns. Right. So Mortana is not loved by everyone. Basically everyone hates her everyone in the city of thorns hate her no one has missed her so her return 
signals a huge upheaval in the power shift um, because she was previously allied with the current king's father. And that's when shit went down. Um, and you don't king. quite know what happened right now, what happened. Um, but right, the current king recently took power by killing his father and ripping off his head and putting it on the pikes of the palace gates. Totally normal, <laughs> apparently, for demon life. Also, like, that's how they show, hey, I'm the new king here, so you better back up. So he has a lot to prove, right? And there's like, also he's a lot new. of ripping of hearts out. So that's how you kill a demon. You rip their heart out. Yeah, their hands turn into claws and it's like... <sighs> Which is ironic because they don't really have a heart, but, you know. So they strike this deal where Rowan will pretend to be Mortana and um, infiltrate the current king because the Lord of Chaos wants him out or wants to defeat him and wants to know his weakness. And his weakness was Mortana, he believes. Um, so the deal is you pretend to be her. I will pay your debts. I will get you out of your crappy spider infested apartment and you can live in the city of thorns or do whatever you want basically for the rest of your life. It just won't involve me. Right. And of course if she got caught and she, people found out she wasn't really her. She was going to die. So it seems Not like just like die, but like burn in the pits of hell for eternity. So like the stakes are pretty high on her end to accept this spy deal. And she's like, fuck it. I'll take it. Let's do it. I'm finally in the spot that I need to be my, don't have to worry about the money. And she's closer than she's ever been to finding her mom's killer. Yep. So he takes her back to her apartment, gets her set up, and is going over the rules on what can happen. And he's like, we need to teach you how to be a seductress because that was basically Mortana. It turns out she was a incubus. No, that's the man's name. Succubus. Succubus. A succubus. And Hilda, I feel like you probably have a better knowledge of this than I did because I'm just winging this to put it together. Um, So it is a like a temptress of a woman who will seduce you, get all your secrets and your weakness, and then kill you, basically. Right. If they have sex with the mortal, that person will die. Well, that's during the, incubus. the act. Well, so I think it's both. Incubi and succubi are types of demons that supposedly have sex with you, um, like in your sleep. So succubus are females that have demons that have sex with men. Incubi incubi are male demons that have sex with women or whatever that's the traditional definition i don't remember the definition they gave in so the book, this one is very similar a succubus they basically are able to use their powers to get the person in the mood and when they finally have sex they're basically drawing more energy and power from the person's lust um and i also yes, think they're able to exert a, a fair amount of mind control and that's mm-hmm. why they well, I don't know are... if it's mind control. It's more like emotional, uh, like um, a like get them to do certain things based on their lust for the person, and basically they're very deceptive, and they are easily right, they controlled. They kind of will your are... way into to doing whatever they want because they have they hold such power over you because you just really want. Yeah, you know, so I was reading thing. this book. And I kept having like charmed flashbacks, and I was like, "Oh, this is like this one episode in Charm where they ran into a succubus." Apparently, you guys haven't watched Charmed at all. I've never watched Charm. Well, I watched it every now and then. But that's where I got most that. of my knowledge from. Um, so turns out that's what she is, and she basically has to learn how to have confidence in her body 
and go on the prowl and get men's attention, especially now that she doesn't actually have the power that Mortana, Montana, Mortana has in order to get these men interested in her because her way in to the king is by making him jealous. And so she's going to pretend to be with Orion or Orion. <laughs> Hilda's going to punch me just for saying. <laughs> I can't help it. That's how I read it. Um. Uh, so it's worth noting too, I think in this history lesson of who Mortana is, how she acts, I believe Orion reveals, or shortly after this, that Mortana is the last known succubus in the city of Thorns in their area because the previous king and Mortana turned on her own people to have them all wiped out. There was yep. um, a war with the humans, which is kind of funny because it's with the pilgrims. <laughs> the, the Puritans. Puritans. The Puritans. Right. <laughs> the 1680s. Um, and I guess the succubuses were just having the time of their lives and the Puritans were having none of it. They went to war with the demons, um, and the, oddly enough, the demons lost, which I feel like in the reasoning they gave was because of the invention of the gun, which is a little weird. Um, but they, as part of this deal to let the demons do, you know, live in your demon world, is that we have to eliminate all the succubuses, incubi, which are called the Lilu. Is that how you call I call them, them Lilu. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Mark, let's call them Morgana, <laughs> Mortana, <laughs> uh, turns on her own people, um, rats them all out and they either go into hiding. Most of them are killed. And then the ones that are not go into hiding in the mortal world and essentially give up their powers. Um, so that's, I don't sort even of think they mentioned has- like them going into the mortal world. During that, when he was telling the story, it was like all of them were captured and killed and some of them were left in prisons until they were like delusional and death was the only option yeah delusional they went dilute which is terrible um i think later they alluded to like maybe a yeah. few escaped mm-hmm. um so well, now the she's other really demons getting... uh-huh. were okay with turning on the succubi and the incubi because they're so powerful right and they were yeah, they also were fell victim to them so it wasn't just yeah. the puritan powerful and persuasive that's a good way to describe them based on their powers that they had so that's basically what we find out about her. And now our girl Rowan is like, oh shit, this is the person I have to impersonate. So she's relying in her another psychology little tea up here. She's calling out her in and like her most aggressive like inner desires is what she would assume Mortana was like 24-7. So she takes a week living at Orion's place, up the apartment, gorgeous. It's like on the water, two stories, rising a little bit of the um, place that Rise had taken her to in the mountain. Reese? Rise? It's like, who's Rise? <laughs> you guys know um, I renamed them all uh-huh, um, yeah. in Akatar. Right. Where so during she this week like long, they're saying sort of this beautiful villa is sort of how I imagined it on the water. And it's worth noting that in the city of thorns like the days and nights are reversed so most everyone's up all night people sleep during the day and in this week-long training they're like you have only days before you have to go meet the king um so when they think they thought they had a week it turns out to be like two days you have two days and then you have to essentially become mortana 
very quickly and go meet the king. Um, was it? I really thought it was a full week. No, I think it, they originally were like, oh, we have some time. And they're like, oh, he knows you're here. People have seen us out and about as they're trying to get her clothes. And she's practicing her like hips. I know he was like, Tanawa. spread the word that she's here so people can kind of get ready. So he basically gives her a new wardrobe, very expensive wardrobe because this guy has unlimited money apparently. Um, he also paid off her student loans, which was like $75,000 or something ridiculous. Must um, be nice. I know. Like, hit it up, dude. You can pay off my student loans. I want, I want a sugar demon to <laughs> bankroll <laughs> my life. You would, especially one named Orion. Exactly. And that drinks blood. <laughs> Sign me up. She's like, say less. <laughs> She's like, yes, please. So at the end of the training, you know, he's like, you got to make me believe it. Like you're walking it, but you're not talking it. And she finally decides to act the way she would never and gets on his lap and basically, you know, gets all up and personal. And she's already like, I need to remember that this is a bad, bad boy. This is a bad, bad demon. And I and cannot not like go the around. good way. <laughs> like, like a potentially murderous man. I need to, you know. Turns out it's both. But, you know, keep my to her, she's like. Me. Let's, you know, keep the wits with me and remember that even though he's smoking hot, that, you know, I can't cross that line. I will mention that she always talks about how, like, she can feel his power. Find out why later in the book, but she's like, I can feel it caressing me or something like that, where it's very obvious to her. So I was always like, does did Shai feel this? Did the other people feel this? Do other people feel his powers the way she does? I just I thought assumed maybe it was a little bit thing. of like reese's dark magic when he would like come in i'm glad you brought that up because i saw some parallels between the two of them you know yeah two of my like people on my rh combined i feel like is lord of chaos we'll get into it once we get a little bit more character reveal so mm-hmm. okay i think she's I like, what you're talking about yeah <laughs> she's like all right let's do this it's d-day she calls it demon day like she's finally going to meet the other demons she gets to tour the city of thorns they haven't make a day out of it. They're acting all lovey-dovey like they're fornicating. And, you know, that's her person. <laughs> what? Just <laughs> laughing Fornicating. <laughs> I was going to say fucking really loudly. And I was like, let me dial it down a notch. You've already said it twice, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Why stop now? Because it's usually in. And then I was like, felt like I was about to yell it into the mic. <laughs> So I decided to yell fornicating in the mic. He said fornicating instead. <laughs> Anyhow, so she realizes that these women are following her. It turns out it's one of the dukes that actually the duchess named Lydia who rules over one of the wards. And she can really tell this girl don't like me. I mean, apparently Lord of Chaos is one of the most eligible the, bachelors. Eligible bachelors. There's eligible two of them. It's him. Bachelors. Yes, it's him and the king and every single woman is literally dropping their panties left and right to get with one of them. Apparently, there's also a trial going on for the queen because the, the king has to take a queen now. We find that out from Shay at the beginning of the book. I think we've like skimmed over it because we just wanted to get to really hot demon man thing person. So he's like, here, have dinner. I'm going to go make sure everything's good to meet with the king. He comes back from meeting the king. He's like, we have a tiny problem. So instead of just meeting the king by himself with the Lord of Chaos, turns out she's going to meet the entire court. I don't know if it's called court. I'm going to call them court. Yeah, it's the other uh, rulers, rulers of the districts. Yeah, yeah of the wards. So all yeah. the other duchesses and duchesses that basically rule each ward of it. There's keep in mind there's one duchess and her name is Lydia and she already had an encounter with her, so she knows 
this isn't going to go down pretty. Go back to apartment, get dressed, head over to the Tower of Doll. Yeah, Dale. that's right. Doll. D-A-A-L? Yeah. I think it was D-A-A-L. Sure. Or Ball. Anyhow. B-A-A-L? Ball. Maybe it's Ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They go oh, up. Ba- Wait, how'd you say it? Bale. Bale. B-A-A-L. L, yeah. Bale. Yeah. Tara Bale. Tara Ball. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bale. I accept it. Okay. Tara Bale. They go up immediately. She sees all of these other duchess and dukes. She crosses over. It turns out she also has a thing for fire, like not a thing for fire. She does not like fire. So it freaks her out a little bit and makes her anxiety rise. It's just so fair it's because her mom was burned alive. Very valid. Very valid feelings. And, you know, her anxiety is already high. So this is just one of those things that immediately triggers it. So, she initially starts feeling some type of way because in the center of this room that they're in is a pit of fire on par for demon world though, truly. So she finally meets the king that day and basically what happens is she's going to try to make him jealous and get his attention. And she needs to be accepted as Mortana and this is the moment of truth. Is she going to be able to pull it off? She does. They believe she's Mortana. Um, but... She needs to enter the trials. She needs to be able to come back into well, the city and prove herself, right? Yes. So all of them are like, okay, yeah, you're very Mortani. Like, welcome back, bitch. No one missed you. Everyone's airing their grievances. Like, remember me? You killed my brother. Just like, old news, buddy. But Also, Lydia, so apparently she killed the previous queen. Yes, so that's alluded to as well. Um, also, you know, her best friend, Lydia is like yeah if you're mortana and you gotta welcome you're welcome you back to the city you have to do a trial just like everyone else and lord of which was on no one's radar no one was gonna suggest this lydia but you just had to go and be a bitch because you're a jealous hater and she has to go through the trial part of the um peace treaty with the puritans um there are demon cities around the world and so when a demon goes into another city, they need to be accepted and they're not allowed to talk about the secrets in their previous demon city. Mm -hmm. Yes. So they're not connected. They're very secluded from each other. So Lord of chaos turns out he was a Duke in a different city. Um, Also, we failed to mention he has an English accent. Like that was the part where I was like, sign me up. What else? What else do I need? All right. And of course you can tell he's an English accent because he calls her love. Yes. Like, that was the main takeaway for me. He's like, how's it going, love? And she's like, don't call me that. I'm like, but Imagine Henry want. Cavill with short silver hair, and that's – I don't need to imagine it because I've seen chaos. it. <laughs> Which Man can fit haircut. every character. There we go. Yep. Oh, um, sorry, guys. The frogs are back. You hear croaks. They obviously did not Can't care about your warning no? to them. Okay. You should have probably stuck a frog head up on a pike to warn them <laughs> off. Should have learned something from friends. this book, Caitlin. <laughs> what happens to frogs that come croaking in my hood? So the end result <laughs> of her meeting the king and the court at that time is that she has to go through this trial, the initiation, the initiation is- to get accepted into the court. Um, Lord of Chaos tried to argue it, saying that she was here when this city was created. Like she was one of the founding people when it started she doesn't need to go through this 
Lydia kept pushing. And then the king was like, you know what? Fine, let's do it. There should be no problem because she is a demon and she lived here before. So why wouldn't she get accepted? Now, the trial is that... Oh, wait. We never talked about the spicy scene in this section. Uh, I guess it's so unspicy that I'm forgetting what it is. <laughs> At like, some point spicy? in this little scenario, she's like, I got to make the king jealous. So she basically says something about Lord of Chaos is like, she doesn't need anything else. Like she has him and he's great at oh, pleasuring mm-hmm. her. And he basically pushes her up a column and they start making out and her skirt is like rising up, basically trying to make the king jealous, but also she was also feeling him. Oh, right. Orion. Her and Orion are doing that. Yes, Orion. Yes. Lord of Chaos. They're I trying to make the title so much better. Yes, they're trying to make the king jealous uh, and capture his attention. And so they decide uh, let's turn up the notch, put on a show for everyone. So and they'll the get hot and heavy in a corner. People saw. So the trial. Yeah, so the trial is that she needs to basically stay alive for an hour um, with other demons hunting her. And the amount of demons are unlimited. As many can show up to this party or not. Um, Spoiler alert, a lot shows up. Right, because as you remember, Mortana has pissed off every single person there. Um, So... Naturally, this is a super huge problem because I'm like, oh, yeah, the only problem, Mortana, you can't use your wings, but you should be fine for an hour. Because you have so, magic, right? You have demon magic. Right, it's you fine. have magic. It's fine. Uh, big problem because Rowan actually, of course, does not have any magic. So, and is mortal as fuck. Like, right. She could trip over a rock and die. <laughs> right. Uh, especially not even being hunted. So this is, I think, where her quote comes in because I think the Lord of Chaos is like, holy crap, what are we going to do? You can't survive out there. Like, demons have super speed. They have different forms of magic. There are some fire magics, which Lydia has, which, again, makes her suspect number one in the death of her mom's murder. Um, You have Nama, who we talked about, who's got ice magic. Like, all of these people are going to be actively hunting you for an hour. You're immortal. And in the middle of the night. If you live, right, in the middle of the night, you're immortal. If they're going to smell you if they get too close. Like, they're going to figure it out. Odds were and not so in her favor. This is where her um, doomsday prepper for the apocalypse comes in handy. She's giving so, me very Katniss vibes, like, during yeah, this situation. Yeah, and this situation. is that quote. She was like, well, you know, you have your superpower of um, demon powers. Mine is anxiety. And I've been preparing for an, uh, an imaginary apocalypse, and I've got this covered. So right. she gives – Orion, a list to pass to Shy of all of her supplies that she needs. That she already has night. in her apartment. Including. Her little, go ahead, Hilda. Something Fox urine. urine. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Fox and a super soaker. So the items <laughs> she, she gets, which I want to talk about actually, is a fire retardant suit because obviously there's fire magic. Then um, she has cooling gels that are all over her face because she doesn't want to burn her skin. Um, she has a super soaker of fox urine, or was it gasoline? Gasoline. Gasoline. She puts the urine she on her so covered no herself in fox pee to mask her human scent and be more likely to go undetected through the woods. She also has uh, a gas mask, and she had some homemade mustard gas. <laughs> also, she needed bleach and ammonia from her friend Shy, mix up some homemade mon- um, mustard gas. To throw in a pinch. Um, and like and matches at some point, I guess, to like the fires, right? Matches, of course. So the trial kicks off. Um, 
Oh, and, and she's night, night vision goggles. goggles. Night yeah. vision goggles, of course. So as you can imagine, this is quite the setup. So she's got the goggles, the suit, the super soaker, I think like a backpack of sorts. Yeah. I'm just thinking, is any of these demons, are their eyes bad? Are they just no, blind? <laughs> like if you have super speed, do you also have supervision? Because it's I, not going to they could see you. in the dark, right? But I'm like, I just like how how are you not going to see this if but, you're hunting so this person? They did mention in the book like she was trying to keep as much distance from them so they didn't see her. But also, I'm like, yes, that's the part of the see. trying to survive portion of so, the time. Don't forget the Puritans defeated these demons, so maybe they're not as like super strength powerful demony it's this weird juxtaposition of like we're so much more powerful than you but i'm not gonna see you in the forest and i defeat you with a gun so she you know unleashes her superpowers she lights a match with like an aerosol can makes like a flamethrower for a while which i thought actually a good flex to you know fire magic um she throws her homemade mustard gas cans at people um, and it, she's tracked a couple times and then I know she was working real hard, but I felt like she was, this was really easy trial to get through. I maybe because she didn't really agree. struggle. She didn't really struggle. She was just throwing out one tactic after another and just running. And like, she only really gets into one confrontation with the person, which is the ice one, the ice demon, Nama, Na- Nama, 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 Nana, uh, <laughs> Nana. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so she does get frozen, but of course she had an ice pick and something from a car in case your car flips over and you can break like a window. So that yeah, also it's like a little handheld. You just like click it and it just pops. So she was very prepared. Yeah, um, so she makes she, it to the river. She makes it to the river right as time runs out. Dives into the river, takes off all her gear, shoves it into a bag that falls to the bottom of the river, uh, and then she gets out. And no one is seemingly none the wiser. <laughs> Like so I know think- we've said that she's very she, – she's always had some situation happening to her. She's like the little nerd. People picked on her. So you would assume like how did she get through all of this without any issue? How did she run so fast? Oh, we forgot to mention she's a track star. She's athletic yes. as fuck. Okay. But again, I go back to like demon. The Basically the whole city no, is yeah, like the I'm going to fuck this bitch that- up. That, like, and literally makes no sense to me. skirts through and no problem. Also, I feel like a trial is only an hour? Like, an hour. Like, I'm thinking back to our girl, Feyre, dealing with a worm. Like, she had multiple parts of that trial. You've got even Hunger the trial Games. that, that like, thing that um, Nesta went through with the mountains. That was yes. very similar where she had to, like, kill off people. And, you know, what? I was actually thinking about that a lot because in that's in The faces that- Hilda are giving me are just too funny. I know. In that scene, like it, you made it feel like they were being hunted when Nessa they're in the um the blood right. And there we go, the blood right. You have that feeling of them being hunted and it's more intense. This just felt like one log run, I'm gonna like squirt my squirt guns at you. It definitely found like one hour in like the um laser tag that we <laughs> yes, yes, that's an I accurate mean- representation. <laughs> one hour of laser tag. Oh go go. Agree a hundred percent with the points you're making, but also she was covered in fox pee. <laughs> so obviously she was prepared for this. Like, 
All right. Anyhow. Begs the question. Do they have foxes in the city of thorns? Like, are they like, oh, it's just a fox over there? Like, I don't know. smell it. I'm guessing so. I, do you even know what it is? smelled fox pee? No. I guess later in the book they did mention that, like, they smelt animal pee. So I don't think they could tell that it was fox urine, but they did smell pee instead of, like, human or demon. She makes it through. She enters out of the river and she, she's Maybe expecting. Maybe we all need fox pee in our prep kits. I don't know. Like, if this really can starve off some demons, maybe we got to give us a second look. Do we live near a city of demons? Sign me up. Oh, I'm going. It came in handy. And she didn't. <laughs> I mean. What I are you going to hide my, from, Caitlin? I am in Miami. The I, alligators? I oh, my God. A hurricane. This is not going to help me in a hurricane, but. It might help you at your coyote situation or make it worse. It might it make, make it worse. It could make it worse. <laughs> Definitely worse. Definitely worse. Um, she's expecting a round of applause. Like she just passed her trials. She finally proved to the people that she's worked on him. No one claps. She's like, all right, you fuckers. All right. Um, the king congratulates her. She's like, okay, great. This is, must be over. Uh, it's not. Lydia is right behind her and is trying to kill her. I think Lydia was pissed and was like, something seems now off. She- I'm not sure. Like something's wrong. Something's off here. Everyone's mad. She kind of made it through, which again, if you didn't, I don't so know. So Lydia's still it, trying to play the game of the trials and get to her. The king has to call her off. Um, another duke from the court basically tries to kill her by Rip her heart. ripping oh, her yeah. heart out. Our homeboy stands in front of her and protects her, and then he immediately kills him, which he doesn't get in trouble for because he was attacked. Right, um, and so this one duke who Mortana had offended years ago is like, screw this, I'm over you, tries to go kill her, inadvertently attacks the duke, in which he was like, oh, oh, shoot. So sorry, Duke. But Orion is alone finished because he rips his heart out. I mean, if you didn't like him before, you'll probably like him now, right? So the king's like, okay, great. Let's celebrate. Um, congratulations. You won the trial. Also, I think we forgot to mention this. By her winning the trial, people finally recognize her as Mortana. Um, and she's accepted into the city. But she also becomes a duchess in the court. Because she's the last of her kind and she mm-hmm. will now control an entire ward. Right. So the way this ward is described, I mean, it's the word ward. But to me, it's giving. And so no one has lived there for centuries because they've been dead for centuries. The rest of the Lilui, who are the succubus and the suc- incubi. Um, but it's giving me very like a abandoned insane asylum <laughs> vibes. <laughs> Uh, I don't know why, but it's like just – It was like a mix between that and like a abandoned like Harry Potter because like there seemed to be quarters. Okay. There was a courtyard. There was a lot of like bricks going All right, on. So it's, it's making situation. it cuter than, than I had. So yes, she becomes yeah. the ruler basically of none because there's no one left. But she is the ruler of that. So now she's accepted. Lydia's pissed because she's no longer the only duchess. And now she's also one step closer to getting with the king and potentially becoming, becoming queen. But we know her true motive is to find out what the king's weakness is to report it back to Orion. King's like, all right, let's party. Let's go to a club. Orion's like, no, she got to go home. We got to change. Like she's had like a long moment. Give us some time. They go back to the party. She gets dressed. And then they head back out to this club. She immediately is like, I need to make the king jealous. While she's at the club, she finally meets our ice demon, Nama. And I want to bring her up because she's a little bit of a psychotic bitch. So she does become an important character later on in the book. She's basically like, you know, so strange. 
like something's a little off about you. She's kind of being a friendly, but you can also tell she's being a bitch. And it was basically oh. like, you know, he's with you right now, but he's going to be with me. I'm the one he's going to marry. So, you know, she's a little cuckoo. Very, so very she's cuckoo. really in love with Orion. And I think that love is one-sided. And so Mortana's return just pisses her off even more. But she's sort of unhinged. She's very unhinged. Very unhinged. But she's sort of realizing, like, this is something's not right. Maybe even spending too much time in the mortal world. Like, you're not you're not your That's normal right. Self. She did say that. She was like, have you been spending time with mortals? Because you're acting a lot like them. You're very dim and, like, blah, blah, blah. And just basically the worst. Right. Rowan slash Mortana makes, wastes no time using this time at the party. Um, because she's maybe starting to realize this is not a long game I can play here. Uh, it's gonna have we're gonna have to get into this so I can get out. So um, she finds the king. They kind of corner her at a party, and well, how she finds the king is that she's like, "Hey, Orion, come over here," and she calls him over, and she's like, "Let's make him jealous." And he's like, "All right, if you're ready to play the game, let's play your game. Lower your inhibitions." She sits on his lap. They put on a little show. The king sees it. As soon as she gets off of his lap, the king corners her and is basically like, "What it, doesn't he finally reveal? I've always wanted you, Mortana, even when you're with my father. Like, why be with the duke when you can be with the king? She's like, I could be with the king? What do you mean? She's playing into the game because she wants him to reveal, like, what's going on here. And it's worth He's noting like, that every time Rowan acts as Mortana – she is becoming way more comfortable with it than she thought. So her inner monologue is like, this is coming way more naturally than I thought. Because before she would have to think, how is how would Mortana respond to this? What would she do? How would she act? And these responses are just coming to her neck. I love that she's always like, my it is really coming out here. Yes. The psychology she like blames it back on her like psychology. That. And she's like, all right, you know, I'm just going to go with the flow. Right. The king so invites she- her to a party mm-hmm. the next day. And she's like, well, he's like, come alone because he wants to get time with her so he can win her over. She's like, I'm going to bring Orion. Like, I don't care. Like, he's coming with me regardless because right now he's the one satisfying me. She's really playing up the jealousy. Apparently, the king's people, like demon type, are very jealous people. Um, I don't remember the name of the type of demon that he is, but they thrive on jealousy. So they, the game they're playing is working. So they go back to their apartment. Well, she goes back to her ward and he's like, this is where you live now. This is your apartment. You need to go sleep. And she sleeps basically all day because now her life is at night. Like she's up during the night to do all these things with the demons. They go to the party. Does she meet Shy at some point here? Or was Shy the next day? Um, I think Shy comes at some point just for a visit though. She comes um, to visit for Margs and like they're hanging at the pool. This is where she finds out. We never even talked about the blood oath and we're already like over time. Um, this is only a 300 page book. What are we talking about? <laughs> she right, so Shy. When Shy comes, it's revealed that um, the thing that Rowan, I'm sorry, uh, the Lord of Chaos has been holding over her this whole time. Like, hey, you're going to go do this thing for me because if not, I'm going to kill your friend. Turns out that was really pretty smart case. and was like, no, I need a blood oath. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, I'll, yeah, I'll take your blood oath and I'll raise you a blood oath and you're going to pay my loans. You're going to give me a cool new coffee maker and you're going to promise never to hurt my friend. So you can't kill or me. Or hurt her. No. It was right, like hurt. she didn't want to get hurt. So that was part of the bargain. I thought it was Rowan. She didn't want Rowan to get hurt. 
No, she did it for herself. Like, you have to protect me. Oh. So basically, the Lord of Chaos can't touch her. Rowan finds that a little funny because she's like, he's been holding that over my head this entire time. Like, if I don't do it and follow through, you're going to die. Shy is her only friend, the last person she considers family, the only person she cares about outside because remember, she has no one else. So it was a little bit of a, oh, okay. So technically, I'm not bound by that. Um, He's just been saying it, but you're fine. So now I don't have to worry about you anymore. So they go to the party. In the elevator, they talk about how the mom was killed and why she's in the City of Thorns, that she's looking for the killer. Right. So with Shy, they're talking. They can talk freely because Shy obviously knows she's not Mortana, even though they have to play along with it. But Orion overhears them talking about finding her mom's killer and who's a suspect. And she says, I don't trust Orion. So Orion stops that elevator and it's like, you don't trust me? We're going to talk about this right now. So we get into a little bit more details about and things are revealed that Orion didn't previously know that there was a fire mark or a light, a five-pointed star on the demon's head that killed her mom, which we find out is called the Lightbringer, which is the blessed ruler, the predestined ruler of all by the demons. Lucifer. Yeah. Right, by Lucifer. Um, and so he's like, I've never heard of it. I haven't seen anyone with it in years or ever, so I don't know who this person is, but it's not me. And so it's revealed that every demon has a mark. So now she's like, okay. My job now is to find every demon mark and eliminate these as the murderers of my mom. Um, so Orion tells her, it's not me. I don't have that mark. I never murdered your mom in the woods. Right. And there's only two other people who have magic, fire magic. It's Lydia. And the King, King so. and Lydia. Yep. She's trying to find out which of them have the marks and what marks they have on their foreheads. You know, he agrees basically to help her. Like He's like, okay, well, you help me with the original deal and I will help you find your mother's killer. Um, and then you need to leave the city of Thorns because it's not going to get safe. They go. She gets the king to follow her outside into the balcony. And she's basically real close to the king. She's talking to him, trying to figure out basically what his weakness is. Because that's what Orion needs in order to kill him. She's getting real close. And he's getting a little aggressive because he's jealous and he wants to be with her. And he wants to finally make her his own. Orion is watching from the balcony, like on the other side of the door. And when he sees that things are getting a little aggressive, he intervenes and he's like, get your hands off my girl. And the king strangely immediately backs off. And I was like, that's it's a little weird. Why is he listening to the Duke that's like that? That's weird. That's yeah. suspicious. Mm. So he takes off. Oh, Olivia comes and she's like, basically tries to out her as like, something's wrong with her. I don't remember exactly what Lydia is, but Lydia's pissed because she's out here with the king. Right, so Lydia has positioned herself to be the next, which she believes is the next queen, and she's aligned herself with the king. So she walks into the parties with the king on the arm of the king. So she's really, really not taking kindly to the fact that Mortana is showing up and potentially maybe usurping her her role to the queen. Yep, and the um, king's obviously making it like well known that he wants Mortana. Like this is what he's into right now. Right. So uh, they come close to sort and they sort of dance around it. They don't really get into like, what's your weakness? And he's like, you, you're my weakness. And she's like, if we're going to be together forever, King, you really have to tell me the real you is how she's trying to get it out of him. Um, it doesn't work. They're interrupted. Um, and then Orion's like, you know what? 
we're gonna bounce out of this party and he well before that he they're like making out on the couch again and things are getting physical the oh, king right. is comes back and he's like i'm not done having the conversation with you Mortana. and orion's like she is done and then orion basically tells her like i don't want the t- king to take you i want to take you to bed and make you like moan my name or something like that like something like you're like oh oh okay maybe it's gonna and get she's spicy like, all right finally. let's go yeah she's like okay i like that plan better let's go they hop off the balcony and <laughs> right now remember i thought this is interesting because they just basically jump off the balcony and mortana is supposed to have wings obviously rowan as mortana does not so how are they not smashing to the floor He's like, do you trust me? She goes, no. Why would I trust you? He goes, do you trust me not to die at this second? And she goes, uh, I still don't know. And, and then they Aladdin jump off vibes. You know, he's like, do you trust me? No. Disney? Aladdin? <laughs> no. Yeah, my mind was definitely not going to Disney during this book. Yeah, well, definitely not at portion. this point. Fine. Um, oh, wait, no. He was like, do you trust me like, to not kill you? And I think she was like, no. And then I was like, he... I think he said something along the lines of like, do you trust me to like give you pleasure or something like that? And I was like, he's getting really bold right now. Um, so anyhow, do you want to tell it? Yep. So before they smash to the ground to a million pieces, wings pop out of his back and he takes off in flight. Now it's here where it's sort of revealed on the way to wherever they're going that um why am I forgetting his name? Lord of Chaos? Orion. Orion. Oh, how? How did I forget that? It's because he's not meant to be an Orion. It makes no sense. Uh, so Orion kind of lets his guards down and tells her who he truly is. He is an incubi and has been hiding himself for all this time. And he, you he's know, it's believed. In prison. Right. It's believed that the all the incubi like, have yep. been killed out. He is the male version of what Mortana is. Um, he was in prison for a while. Um, and I think it's here that it's revealed that he escaped the prison. He was placed in there by Mortana. And um, he sort of did something to the king, blackmailed him, it's sort of alluded to. And that's why the king keeps his secret. He also asked the king for like a crap ton of money, which is why he's insanely rich and a title. So whatever juice gossip we he has on the king – um, that's why the king is sort of afraid with him. And when he came up to uh, Mortana and the king, when they were, Orion came up to Mortana and the king, why the king backed off so much from just lowly old Orion, because he knows Orion has a secret. Oh, go ahead. Keep in mind, they were all hot and heavy at the party. And they are basically like, we are leaving this party to go have sex. Suddenly he's like word vomiting all of his secrets. And I was like, this is suspicious. Also, this is a bit of a mood killer. Like, let's talk about how I was imprisoned for centuries. And then suddenly her mind's is like turning and she's like, okay, so you know Mortana. And she wants to ask questions. He's like, oh, can we stop? Because you're going to kill the mood. You were the one that brought it up. Like, suddenly you want to reveal your soul just so you can have sex with her. Like, does this make you feel better? There are a lot of things that I was questioning at this point. I was like, why is this happening at this moment? So they go to his sanctuary, which is like a sea cave. He was in the dungeon for so long, so he craved people. Now it's like it's too overwhelming for him. So this is his escape. This is where he goes to hide. Brings her back to her secret sea cave. 
But it's important to know that as an incubus, when you have sex with a female, you feed off all their lust and a mortal, a female mortal. A fe- yes, a mortal. You kill them every time. Uh, so originally, so we're hearing this, and if you're thinking, how is this going to work? Because Rowan's immortal. She's also thinking that, like, what is going to happen here? Um, and he says it will require a great restraint on my part, but I can make you have the greatest pleasure ever, something like that. Make you scream my name in pleasure. And she's like, well, that sounds great. Let's do that. Um, and <laughs> so they get down she's to like, it. Yes, I'm in. Thanks. Yes. Um, and he gives her her first orgasm and she's like, well, holy shit, this is great. Um, she's so. like, I finally see why people would do this with a demon because I would totally do it and I would die happy. Right. Which I'm like, I don't, I don't know if that's how I want to go out, but okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I wouldn't mind. I mean, there, I, there could be worse ways. There could be go. worse ways, but I feel like that's highs and lows. You know what I mean? <laughs> Kind of intense. <laughs> yeah. Great orgasm death. Like, that's just, <laughs> I don't know, a lot. <laughs> uh, you wouldn't see it coming, though. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't. I guess not. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. I can't. Anyhow, so they have their moment. <laughs> they're cuddling in their little fort nests. And, um, you know, I guess they're happy. You think, okay, great. They're in a great position, but something still feels off. At least it felt off for me. And I was like, so, Still thinking about how he, like, word vomiting all his secrets. Right. So Rowan starts going back through all this, and she kind of gets really angry because she realizes he was in there for so long, and how could Mortana do this to a person? Like, I have to pretend to be this terrible person. And she's getting all worked up about it, and then um, things start sort of happening to her. So she – there's a light sort of emitting from her head that's flickering on and off. There's a key tattoo on her arm that's sort of – coming in and out and she's like wait wait what is happening here and she's really remembering something orion had told her from the past that really strong emotional feelings or urges because i don't know if demons have feelings um can sort of make a demon shift or come to their power so she's sort of this is your first inkling of wait a minute maybe you're not so mortal after all so she has her little flashes of light. She's able to kind of put her hand over her forehead and stomp it out before Ryan wakes up and is like, what's going on with you? And she's like, oh, nothing. Because she's remembering that if she actually is Mortana, this man next to her has made a his life's mission to murder her in an excruciating way for the pain, all the pain she's caused him. Um, so... She's like, this This may not be good for me here. Every single time they take two steps forward, they take like three steps back, I feel like, relationship-wise. I don't think this is enemies to lovers. I think this is enemies with benefits. <laughs> enemies with benefits. I like that. I think at this point, there's something about a key. Somehow she remembers there the key. Is, so she looks at the key on her arm, and then I think it jogs her memory. And I could be wrong about this just because I binged this book. Like literally two days ago, in my I went to the second book in my head, like apparently dumped out all the information from the first. So book. she sees this key. She asks Shy, "Can you go back and get it from my apartment? It was a leftover. It's one of my mom's belongings. I think it has something because there do. wasn't. She didn't leave that many things, and she recognized the key. Like it's an old skeleton key, so it's something that would stick out. I think that this is the second time we've seen the key. The first time we saw the key was 
um, when she got to her new ward, they gave her a skeleton key to get into her apartment. And it reminded her of the key that she had to, for her, like that her mom had in her possessions when she passed. And then again, with the tattoo, she's like, okay, definitely something here. Chai goes, retrieves a key. And then they realize, okay, let's go try to see if this key can fit into any of these other doors in the ward because it looks very familiar. It looks like the same exact kind. Right. This is so where they get to up, the right? ward. Yeah. From they the get to the cave, ward. The Asmordian, I think, ward is her area that she now is the Duchess of. And they go putting this key in everywhere to see what it unlocks. Um, Orion uh, has a flood of memories. So he tells her, you know, demon magic stays in the air. So whatever happens, feelings, those things linger here because it's magical and you can feel it so much more strongly. So it's revealed that this is where he used to live and um, this is where his mom was murdered. His father's heart was cut out. His brother was murdered during the great cleansing of all the Lilui. Lilia? Lilui? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Lilu. There we go. Anywho, so it's revealed that this is where he grew up. Rowan's kind of observing the scorch marks like, oh, my gosh, did they burn you? And it's revealed, no, he has the fire magic and that's where he kind of went crazy trying to protect his family and in anger and in pain before they took him. It's also revealed that Mortana took him when he was five. So from the age of five, he saw his parents murdered and then was banished to a cell for centuries. I think his mom Um, was with him in the cell, too, for a little bit before she – before she was executed, correct. You're right. I think I said she was she died there, but she didn't. His family was killed off. Um, <clears throat> and so this angers her again when she realizes he was just this tiny little boy that was in cells. And the her tat starts flashing again. Her head thing starts going off. She's like, I got to get away from him. I like It's all becoming too much. Her heart is pounding. She's like, I need to just get into another room. So she goes into another room and she sort of has a vision of her mom with her hair pulled up. And, like, memories are starting to be triggered by this place. And she's like, how can I have memories of this place? I've never been here. She walks into another room, tries the key, and it unlocks, of course. And that's where she finds a master bedroom with, like, a bust of a woman who she identifies as her mother. She's like, I know that face, that hair piled on top of my head from – on top of her hair from anywhere. Um, And she's starting to – I think the panic is coming quicker where she's like, this is too many coincidences. She goes to a desk and there's a little nursery rhyme, which I think is a little bit of foreshadowing of what's to come. Um, I'll see if I can find it actually real quick, Bridget. You want to? So, yeah, she oh, finds I this nursery rhyme. just found rhyme. it right away. Oh. <laughs> <Perfect> <laughs> Two seconds to scroll back to. Um, so the nursery rhyme she finds is the mayor of night gave girls a fright. But one queen loved him well. He lost his throne, but seeds were sown in the garden of Adele. A swindler king, a golden ring to keep his heart alive. Take the ring, fell the king. This city will yet thrive. Sounds like a note. Her mother has left her here. Continue on, Bridget. I'm sorry I took that away oh, from you. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, so she finds the nurse Orion. She suddenly, okay, Orion cannot see this. Like, if... My mom's portrait is here. Somehow I'm related to these people and then he's going to kill me. And this might be the key to what he's looking for in order to defeat the king. So she doesn't tell him that she found this. And then I guess he comes into the room and he's like, what's wrong? Something's wrong. She's like, oh, nothing. It's just the emotion of the place and she needs to get away. So she's like, I'm going to go for a walk. Like I need to get fresh air. 
She's running out of the house, running out of the bedroom. She hears rustling behind her. She thinks Orion is following her. As she tries to turn around, everything goes dark. She's kidnapped again. Second time, one book. I was like, girl, be aware of your surroundings, <laughs> please. For someone who is prepping for an apocalypse and, you know, was willing to go through Fox here and maybe we just, I'm going to chalk it up to being like overwhelmed, overstimulated and, you know, didn't see it coming. So anywho, she wakes up, she's tied to a chair. In what um, seems to be like another dungeon, I'm our shack. I wasn't really in my head. It was like the shrieking shack from Harry Potter, like the inside of it. I don't know why I pictured that, but she's I, tied up. She has rope, and basically, when sh- the people reveal who've kidnapped her, it is none other than Lydia and Nana Namuma. Nam- <laughs> what is this girl's name? Nama. <laughs> Nama. It's Nama. It's N A M A. Nama. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so crazy ass I Nama used a different name for this girl. is unhinged and it's revealed that she borrowed a gun from a mortal. They had a mortal accomplice and Orion is there with him. He's chained up and he's been shot multiple times. Obviously, he's going to heal, but he's also riddled with bullets and his energy is um, a little low. Um, and so the mortal helper that they have is none the other than. None Dumbass other than Jack. Jack from the beginning, the tormentor circle. that made all the obscene gestures to try to get to her. Now, I did have this down in my notes to talk about because it turns out Dear Jack is a demon hunter. So the And demons, a congressman's son. So, like, people know who he is. I forgot that he's yes, a Yes, his father's son. a politician. Yeah. Yep. I forgot that. Um, and so it appears that uh, Nama and Lydia went to go get him or they went to go digging up mortana's life because they had to know they're like something's not right she's immortal we know she is and they nama has been listening like speaking into lydia's ear and lydia is so desperate to get on the king's side to make sure she ends up as queen she's like everyone knows this girl's crazy but i'm gonna start listening to her because at least she's saying something like different about mortana and she's starting to believe oh maybe she's human maybe she's actually human like so jack confirms she was a track star. She went to a normal high school. Um, and Jack's a demon hunter. And he his reasoning is, well, she's not a demon because I would smell her. I was just like, what? What is this? A demon hunter, he would smell her. And, you know, I thought you would know who That's I how am. he found Nama and Lydia, I guess, or one of them, whoever went out. Somehow into the they found world. him because they knew who his family is. Like, there's a tie to what his family has done that made I think me he think, was at like, cool or something. And he sniffed them and he was like, oh, I'm going to go demon hunting and find them. All right, and so that's how they got interrupted him. Yeah, they can smell him. And he had the gun. They took his gun and they don't know how to use it. Like, bullets keep flying everywhere in the conversation because, again, we learned earlier the Puritans bested demons with a gun. And. Here we are again, happening again. So the reasoning is, Mortana, if you're so powerful and you're really immortal, you could bust out of that chair right now. No problem. Of course, she can't get out. Then they say, all right, fine. So I think crazy-ass Nama, who is declaring her love for Orion. Yeah. So she starts shooting Orion, who is already badly injured. And the anger just rises to the top of Rowan slash Mortana's head. She was really like, if I can't have him, no one can. He's going to die. And she was like, oh yeah, Nama. She's going full fatal attraction here, I felt. Um, And so she's going crazy. 
and uh, starts shooting Ryan, Orion, the man she loves, supposedly. Um, and this is too much for Mortana slash Rowan to take. And her light bursts through on her head and her demonness shines through. It's finally unlocked. What's been rattling around inside of her this entire time um, bursts out in a huge flame of flames, like a huge burst of flames. Burst of flames and it burned away the rope. It burned away like everyone else there except for Lydia because yeah, Lydia also has firepower. Just ashes And right then now. The only Orion, person who survives is out is – I'm assuming this also got Jack. It's not – they don't talk about it because the only person that walks away, there was some other unnamed demon or named – I think Jack tribe. was – had left before this happened. Okay. So there's some other demons that were there, helped wrangle them up. Um, they're ashes. Nama's ash. Lydia is not because she – um, has the fire light. And so she is shocked, but not shocked in realizing, ah, I guess it really is you in there, Mortana. And then promptly books it out of there. So she turns around to find Orion and his metal, whatever they had locked him up with, is melted away. And is at this time, is his like symbol glowing? Yes. So we thought he was previously mortally hurt. He led her to believe that he was just to see her trick her into this anger, rage of flames to prove right, to see he could have gotten really out of it. Trauma. He could have gotten right. out of it. So he melts the chains away easily. Um, his demon mark is showing. Forehead symbol. The, the five pointed star. Um, so this and- is a huge reveal because he previously said, I'm not the one that killed your mom. It wasn't me. It's one thing to note. So, you know, she has her demon mark that was coming through. And then there was a tattoo on her arm, this skeleton key. And so what she found in her mom's backtracking back to where her mother's bedroom was supposedly in the book with the creepy nursery rhyme was also something on lock magic that explained demon magic can be locked away with a skeleton key. So the demon can be posed as mortal. So in this rage, right when Orion's getting, so, you know, back to present time, Orion's getting shut up. She's really annoyed. Her demon bursts through and is now unlocked. So now the flood of memories and we find out she really is Mortana, but she's having trouble realizing she's like, I had a childhood. I went to Chuck E. Cheese. I remember my mom making me mac and cheese. Like that's not tracking for a demon who should have been centuries I don't know if she necessarily think she's Mortana, but now she's questioning, could she be again? If she's but, not Mortana, she is closely related to And either Mortana. way, Orion has to kill her. So that's what's going through her head. Like, okay, I'm definitely related to this girl. He's going to kill me. Also, he has the star on his forehead, and he has the firepower. Who else killed my mom? So he basically lied to her. So both of them are having these, like, oh shit realizations, and they're both... I feel like completely opposites of each other. And now they're truly enemies again, once again. But it's worth noting when her demon bursts forth and we learned her demon mark, which is the same five pointed star. So we have two light bringers, which are supposed to be blessed by Lucifer. They have, can you be blessed by Lucifer? I don't feel like that's like the, you know, like you would be cursed. That's what they call it, the chosen like, Any, by Lucifer. Yes, they're chosen by Lucifer to be the true rulers. So now we have two supposedly true rulers that haven't been seen Of course, in she doesn't know at first. So he sees it on her forehead and they immediately start fighting. And then he's like, 
I'm not the only one with a five star. Look at your own self. And she's like, what? And she pulls out her phone and you can see it in the reflection and she freaks. She freaks the right. fuck out. Because she now starts she's starting running. to wonder, did I kill my mom in a fit of rage? I don't remember. I remember the star, which I got to be honest. Like if you, you couldn't see your own head. Like unless you looked in a mirror afterwards and that you could see your own five parting star. But like how would you have to see it on someone else? You know I mean? She saw it in a reflection of a pool, maybe. Like right. a water thing. I don't know. So she's one she the her whole life is questioning now. This fear is unlocked that maybe she had something to do with her mother's death that she couldn't quite remember because they'd gotten into a fight. Um and now her and Orion are also fighting. And, you know, she says, I'm nothing like Mortana because when you were being shot at all I could think about was trying to save you. The real Mortana would have just let you be dead and was just looking out for herself. Um, and so. I think that's how the book ends. Yeah. I was like, she just yeah, to go pick it up. Yes. So I think she goes, actually, she leaves the situation. She escapes back to the city of Osborne because there's just too many thoughts in her head. She goes back to her apartment, basically drinks wine for two days. And I thought this was cute. She texts. You know, her friend Shy is like, what's happening? I just heard that there's demons that are burned. You're missing. What's going on? So very casually, she texts back. Turns out I'm a demon. I have fire magic and a star mark. What if I'm the one who killed mom? What if I'm evil? I thought this was cute. Or not cute, but, you know, worth noting that her friend wrote back, evil people don't worry about that they're evil. They don't care. Mm-hmm. I do like, highlight that too. And so she realized, you know what? That's right. Like, I I – can't be evil if I'm worried about being evil. Um, and so wings burst from her back. She's in true Maritana fashion and basically flies flies back to City of Thorns to figure out what's what's happening. Where does she stand now with Orion? Dun, dun, dun. That's how it ends. <laughs> I feel like it was a very anticlimactic, like, and that's how it ends. I almost wish they had ended, like, when she was running away from him, like, before she had her little realization because then – I mean, I still picked the other book immediately just because I'm, I'm that type of person. I need to know what's going on at all times. Yes. So I will say I had a hard time getting into this in the beginning just because I felt like it was a lot of setting up but not a whole lot of action. And I think we spoke about it earlier, like coming from Neon Gods, I was waiting for something to pick up real quick. It it didn't. But um, I think once I got introduced to Orion, then I was kind of like invested because I was like, Maybe it's going to get spicy. He seems to be giving off that vibe and she obviously wants it. So I kept waiting. I was like, is it going to happen? Is it going to happen? Is At it least happen? it didn't take three books for there to be some spice. Valid. I was going to say, we haven't heard from Hilda in quite some time. Hilda, what are your thoughts? So I read this book, I think, like in January. So I don't remember a lot of it because I think I also just like binged it. I liked the mystery and I was really intrigued. Up until she started exhibiting like the light. I really didn't think that she was a demon. I thought that she was a descendant of Mortana. Um, and there had been like some human demon mixing. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's what I thought it was. I didn't realize, I didn't think that she was actually a demon until obviously much later, because again, like demons wouldn't be so clumsy and neurotic and anxious. I thought that Did you was... suspect that he was the type of demon he was? Was his no? Like, I didn't think that he was a. Uh, I didn't up until the point like I thought that he was the Lord of Chaos from an English demon city. Up until the point where he reveals that he's like one of the last Lilu 
Yeah, I did not see that coming. I was like so mad at myself because I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah, this makes sense because he says his family's been killed off. One, we know the Lulu has been killed off. We know that every single time she mentions like she can feel his like dark powers and his caress. I was like, dang it. Why didn't I piece this together? Well, you know what this means now. She's a demon. He's a demon. We don't have to worry about her killing him. Him killing her when they do it next time. So we get full spicy. Other enemies. Even more tension. (laughs) Woo! Nothing Um, better than angry sex sometimes. mm -hmm. Yeah, I have to agree. I did like that. (laughs) Totally like angry sex. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, apparently. But I was going to say I was agreeing to your previous point, and then you actually said that, and I was like, (laughs) I just agreed to this. I was gonna say I agreed to visual of your face. (laughs) Be like, oh. Now it's on here. Thank God we do not actually like record the video part (laughs) because you guys would be in for a treat. Um, I like that there was multiple mysteries being unraveled at the same time. Like the plot was a little complex compared, considering it was such a short book. Yeah, I thought the reveal was good. A little hard to get into. That maybe some fine tuning could have been done, like the trial. Seemed to be a breeze, but again, she had her fox pee. So you know what I felt like. What spelled, modern girl doesn't? There, I felt like there was less time describing the trial and like the hardships of it, and there was more time spent like on the details of the city. Which don't get me wrong, I love a good detailing, but sometimes like people just can't pull off a Sarah J. Mass with the world building, and it's like I thought there was more. I just detail. wanted to get back to the story. More detail of like her and Shy going to the bar and Osborne. Like, I don't really care about that. And the spiders in her apartment didn't didn't care about it as much. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, it was a it was a good book. Worth, I'd say it's like a maybe like a viewer to star rate it. I'd give it like a three. That's like a three. Wow, you guys are mean. Three out of five. <laughs> On my Goodreads, I put four just because I couldn't put three point five. Whoa, you did high. Well, it's like I just round up. If I have a three point five, I round up. I'd say between a three. Um, 3.25. Okay. Okay. Ah, maybe. Did you like this book better than the Neon Gods? No. I like Neon Gods better. Just because it picked up quicker. Mm Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it more. Okay. Um, Any last final thoughts? We had a lot of thoughts on the book. It's a long one. Almost two hours worth of thoughts. (laughs) So long. I don't even think we took this long for Neon Gods, and we actually liked that one. Uh, Or like any of the other big fan favorites. Um, but any other last words before we part on today? So next, be covering obviously book two, the Demon Queen trials, um, Which is Lord of Embers, Lord of Embers, because the new one is coming out shortly, and we wanted to have a nice recap for everyone who's awaiting uh, that book. Um, so as always, you can find us on Instagram at Book Talk Made Me underscore Pod. We'd love to hear from you. I think, Bridget, you said in the beginning your RH was Gabriel. Is that who you were talking about? Like the, the Lord of Chaos? He was a mix between, Melbourne. yeah. He's, well, he's definitely giving me like harpy vibes like with Gabriel and then like just add in a little bit of Reese and boom. There he is. So here, that was our full take on Demon Queen Trials. Um, we hope you guys either read it or liked listening to us tell you about it so now you don't have to. Um, but as always, feel free to rate and review this podcast. I don't ask, we don't ask very often, but appreciate any ratings or um, comments you guys leave us. We'd love to hear from you and always love giving shout outs to some of our fans. 
um, as they leave us reviews. So we hope to see you guys soon. And next one is Demon Queen Child's book two. Adios. Bye.